Hello, friends. Hello, beautiful souls. This show is about inspiring business owners and leaders to stay the course. Welcome to another episode of Watch Her Rise. Running a business is hard, but living a meaningless life is worse. In this podcast, we'll do all we can to inspire you. We'll interview successful women, inspire you with other stories, and provide tips and advice to get you through the self-doubt, silence the critics and the naysayers, and win in your business. All so that you can live your best life. Because trust me, when you live your best life, the recourse and the repercussions are just all over the universe. Everyone benefits when you win. It's been a long journey, so I would love your support and feedback. Before we get started today, I'm looking for successful and amazing women to interview for this podcast. You can use video and audio that we end up um, creating after the interview. You can use that for your own marketing for free. There's no charge here. I just want to be able to share advice for successful for other women. And I think the more that we get together, the better it is for the universe. Of course, I'll add your website and your links at no cost. All I need is your time. So message me or DM me. But today we're going to talk about how and why it's important to love you first and always. So when we talk about loving you first and always, I think the first reaction is a bit of, oh, that person is pretty selfish. But I think that that is a myth that has confused women for generations. Um, When you look at women, we, even our brains are wired differently. We tend to be multi-layered. We also have what they call women's issues, which are really universal issues, such as childbirth and for you know fertility in general and being um, a, a mother and a sister and a, and a wife those are things that are all part of this path of womanhood that's much more layered and complex than men so I don't want to ever discount uh, beautiful masculine energy I just want to make that clear before we get into this episode this is in no way <clears throat> putting down any other gender it's merely rising up Um, feminine, divine feminine, and understanding really what it is, because I think society confuses us to pin against each other as women or not support each other. And so this is my cry to change that. But we can do that also through business as another layer of ourselves as divine feminine. Another thing we're great at, and and it's starting to be seen in research and um, in leadership classes is that we collaborate. The feminine divine qualities are just as good as the masculine divine qualities in business. So let me start there. So from that perspective, I want to get into the depths of this um, in episode three, which we're in, I'm excited, is to love you first and always. But first I want to uh, congratulate and, and, and recognize fund wise um, is it time to start dreaming, to start to expand your business? Are you? Did you start as a startup and then grow? I mean, every single business has to get continue to level up. So if you're ready for that, the time is now. You can get your business funded. There's no obligation. There's no credit checks. There's nothing. Just go on Surya Shines, which is S-U-R-Y-A, 
S-H-I-N-E-S.com and click on get funded and a very nice representative will contact you and you have really nothing to lose. And it also helps you plan for the future because say you want to manifest 50,000 or 100,000 and you want to put that into your business. Remember, you're going to be multiplying that money because you're going to be providing other people with employment opportunities. You're going to be providing other people and individuals. You're going to be impacting their families. So just remember that as you level up, it just means you can give more. So I used to think, and I think a lot of people think this when you, and I actually had a couple of people comment this when I post self-love postings on Instagram, but I think society tends to think of self-love as selfish, or they think of it as this foreign concept. Um, You know, it it belongs on a Hallmark card. And oh yeah, we roll our eyes as we think about this idea of self-love and it seems and feels so selfish. But I also think that that's what society has a tendency to do. I went through Mary Morrissey's training and she told this wonderful story about a gentleman that stood on the stage and he was counting money and everybody was just repulsed. And now money to me is also abundance. So keep that in mind. Abundance means love, materialistic, all those different levels of a human being. Those abundance is part of that. So going into the story, people were repulsed, kind of like with self-love when quotes about, you know, put yourself first. And ultimately, when everybody sat down, as he counted the money, he said, how many of you are totally feeling uncomfortable or feeling XYZ? Everyone raised their hand. And then he said, that's exactly why you don't have this. That's exactly why we think of money, we think of self-love as these extra layers of, you know, things that we really have no access to when the truth is, is we are born perfect and we are abundant. And so money is part of that abundance. Money gives you mental peace. So it's the same thing with self-love. Self-love centers you. So you're not going to people in a sense of need. You're not going to people out of desperation because you are coming to them full and complete. And that's really the, the thought process that we really need to have here. Loving yourself first, if it's triggering you, it's something you should probably look at. I kept judging others. I remember this. I would look at other people and say, oh, whatever, because I have my children and this and that. And that's really a whole different topic of the martyr complex. But to stay focused on the topic at hand, when you love yourself, you're literally filling your own cup. And then you can be performing at a higher level because you're not coming from a place of desperation just like in a business meeting when you walk in you don't want to come in with your hands out you want to come in and say this is what I provide and this is what I offer and that is a self-love projection as well when somebody feels self-love they feel complete and they then they can offer more often I have felt completely tapped out I mean I was drained I was walking around like a zombie because I didn't understand the need to fill my own cup so self-love is not a foreign strange concept because quite frankly self-care and self-love is everything and I really want you to understand that I also just want to clarify my mission as the host and why I'm doing this. I, I, I took the, some time to realize this, but I'm here to help inspire others because you literally have to go through the darkness to understand. You have to understand that the light and the dark inside of you is actually what makes you perfect and makes you perfect for abundance and business and other things. So finding that balance is when we heal. 
when we find our whole selves, not rejecting the dark side or the light side, or again, I'm doing air quotes, but you can't see this clearly. But the idea is that you are in the male aggression side of it, which is, you know, the action side, the take control, the take um, action should be balanced with the other side of you, which is the nurturing, thoughtful side. It's the low vibration energies we want to stay away from, which is anger and all those other things. But in business, there are areas of light and dark that really do balance each other in a beautiful way. So the better we balance ourselves, the better we are in the world. So I think the first thing we have to do is to recognize that we're born alone and we die alone. That is that our karma and all of the things and the actions that we take, we're really fully responsible for. That that, that applies spiritually and legally. I mean, we're judged by our individual actions in society, but also if my child won a prize or received or did something wrong, enough to receive a criminal punishment. I couldn't take it away from them if I wanted to. So in in a lot of ways, just like a mother who, you know, understands when her child is born, that they instinctually have their own karma and their own fate, we too have the same. So we have to take away our need for external, external validation. And again, I'm going to say this, this means, you know, your everybody around you is going to give you their opinion, whether you like it or not. I personally found that I am very uh, unassumingly calm. And so I think the things that are said to me, the critical things really used to hurt me deeply. Now I look at them and realize how much they are projection. So, but I have to walk my own path. I have so many naysayers and we all have naysayers. I can't just say I, but in general, instead of supporting each other as individuals, we, we have a tendency to be critical. And a lot of that comes from projection of low self-esteem and all those things. But that's exactly why you need to fill your cup. Once your cup is filled and you have that self-love, then you're not looking for external validations. And there's some really amazing teachers out there on YouTube that talk about that need for external validation because it is signs of some sort of trauma or some childhood issue that I really recommend you look into because it's going to sit there until you deal with it. It is going nowhere. So once you figure that out and deal with and understand that maybe there's a codependency or some kind of deep issue that you have to just face. And again, this is not to blame anyone. It is what it is. Whether you like it or not, that inner child needs that healing for you to have the self-love to be whole. So just do consider that. So again, no one is as amazing and as complete as you. No one has walked through your journey. You, as you go through life, will have a completely different impression of an event or a business deal. Or for example, you know, this has happened to me quite a bit where I had the story in my head that I had to be X, Y, and Z in order to support my children. But I think... Once you start to recognize that when you do best for yourself, you also do best for your children and your employer and or your employees. Ultimately, walking your own path is really what has changed everything for, for inventions and history, um, shifted things in a way that people wouldn't have expected. So that's, that's one of the first and important parts is recognize that you were born 
to follow your own path. The second thing is to know your worth. This is a deep thing. I touched on it earlier in the first part, but I think understanding your worth is critical. There are times where you don't know what you don't know. And so if you're suffering through something and you're not understanding it, it is your responsibility to slow down and focus on it. For example, when you have a deep fear and your business or there's something happening, you have to sit and listen to it. But I think understanding that you're worthy enough to slow down and do that is critical. That's why worthiness has so many ripple effects. Once you're strong and you're woke, the world will benefit. But in the meantime, there are lots of maya. There's a lot of illusion about what makes somebody strong or you're not strong, especially the best is the irony of when you've been through hell and back and you still get criticized. And it's amazing because truly who would have gotten up? For example, when you look at businesses, businesses that have thrived, have failed over and over again. And so each part of what happens, you can look at it as I am worthy of this journey and I'm going to be successful in the end. Or you can look at it as like a setback. Come on, you're not that weak. You've got this. And when I say weak, it's not from a place of judgment. If somebody walks up to me and pushes me down and I fall down and I start crying, who is that's considered weak? However, if I stand up and say, stop, don't touch me, etc., it's the same thing in business. When you have some inkling of failure, you take take it, you process it, know that you're worthy, know that it's an experience that's going to be part of your success story. Because trust me, your story is going to be super cool when this is, and again, nothing's ever done. You're constantly on this journey. So know your worth. You will also be the leader for your family. You'll be the leader in business too, because you're going to understand that you have everything you need, which will be a role model to teach them that they have everything you need. Once you see your worth, you can't play small anymore. You're here, therefore you're worthy. You are not looking in anything. You're not looking for anything. You're not, I'm sorry, let me say this again. You're not lacking in anything. So you're not looking for anything. So again, you have everything you need. You have all the tools you need. You just have to apply them. And the final thing, and the final last step is the beauty of knowing your worth is that you make it a personal goal to be happy. And when you're happy, you see the repercussions again in your work and your employees and your business because the happier you are, the more you're vibrating high. And I think the main thing that we have to remember is that every time, and I mentioned this about filling our cup, but when we come from a perspective of happiness, we're more likely to come from the perspective of good intention and goodwill. And that's going to have a positive impact on your business, on your personal life. When you set healthy boundaries and you say no firmly, that also means that you know your worth and you know that this decision is not gonna make me happy. So I also think the same thing is true with, you know, once you get that alignment with your self-love, the same thing will be true with decision-making. Decision-making will be easier. I found that when I was emotionally very 
um, unsure of myself. I kept feeling like I was walking this tightrope. But once I landed on my feet, which means I had that sense of self, that sense of self-love, I felt that my decisions were actually in more in alignment with my intention. For example, before I was doing seven or eight or nine different marketing things and I wasn't doing any of them well. But now that I can focus and understand who my who I am, then I know who my business is, literally, my why. And I recommend you all Google Simon Sinek's um, The Golden, uh, it's The Golden Circle um, or The Golden Rule, forgive me. Um, but Simon Sinek is amazing and it's one of his original videos, the TED Talks, and he talks about the why versus the what in your business. So going back to that whole concept too, you'll understand your why for your business. You'll have a better alignment of mission and vision and values, which is I often see companies creating these foreign things that sound good, but when you walk into the culture, you know that there's no authenticity because the mission statement and actual culture is completely Um, opposite that's lacking in authenticity but the beautiful thing is once you understand your personal goals your personal values who you are what you aren't because you've set these really great boundaries there are certain things that I won't do now that I would have probably done before thinking oh what's going to hurt well it hurts your alignment and your self-worth and when you're not living in your truth you can't be authentic and it's very difficult to give to society so think of it this way that you're no longer a doormat and you you understand your truth you're not going to be as upset anymore you're actually going to be calmer and that's really the goal of all meditation and, and spiritual happiness in life is to remain calm and to have a calm mind um so There's so much depth that I could go into here, but I want you to get the overall feeling is when you choose you first, you only do things that make you happy. The alignment's there. You know where your boundaries are. You know where you don't want to go. And then guess what? The critics, you're free of them because they're going to complain anyway. (laughs) Ultimately, you'll understand and you'll look at them from a perspective where you're looking down as opposed to looking up and you never want to be in that position in business or in your personal life. I really do hope that there has been some wisdom you've been able to earn here it's going to be a process so please be kind to yourself this doesn't happen overnight I mean it took me four decades to realize this so I think ultimately we have to understand that you know everything happens for a reason and where you are right now is perfect but the idea is to continue to level up Be sure to check out other episodes I have. I'm going to put together some more business topics. As I mentioned earlier, please do subscribe at suriashines.com. I will keep the blog updates uh, available there. I'd love if you could subscribe as well. So I want you to say this with me. I take, I only, I will only take action after I check in with myself. Does this action line up with my heart and soul? If there's any doubts, then you should move on or just wait on the decision. But keep working on the self-love. It's everything. Always remember that you are perfect. You have to chart your own course and you have to stick to it. 
As it's stated in the Gita, it is the intention of the mind that is of primary importance and not the action. Yes, actions are important, they can be forgiven, but if you have an intention of goodwill, you'll have that, you'll more likely have an intention of goodwill if you have self-love first. So if your heart is pure and your intentions are good, then you have to just stay the course. And that's important for you to remember as you go through business and other life choices. Please visit my website, sign up for a free branding audit. I'm happy to help. Um, You have no obligation to buy. I really just am truly there to support um, just so we can have a conversation. And who knows, you may learn a few tips. Thank you again for joining me. I wish you blessings and I will see you on the next episode.